0: Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty. And I'm Brandon Ream. How is it going,
1: Brandon? Oh, Patrick, it's going fantastic. fantastic. You know that.
0: I do know that. But thanks for asking. Well, I'm glad I did. I'm fantastic. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Uh, I want to say thank you to everybody that came out to the Muppet Christmas Carol live. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, boy, it was a blast. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever been more nervous to uh, produce something. All the jackknacks we've done, uh, every tour show, I think that was the one that fucking, uh, you know. It was a hit. It was a hit, but it was the scariest one to go into. I want to thank everybody involved. Um we raised uh $550 for a charity, which is nothing to, you know, shake a stick at. Yeah, sold out. Sold out co- uh, for Coalition for the Homeless, which is a fantastic New York uh, charity uh that helps the homeless and helps uh, you know, it goes right to them. It's mm-hmm. not one of those things where it gets uh, bumped around in bur- bureaucracy. The money immediately goes to helping people uh, on the streets and in the uh, uh, shelters. So that's great. That's um, great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, thanks. I really want to get that out of the way since I fucking, we had to talk about it so much in the last couple of weeks. Uh, how are you? What's up? What's new? I'm
1: great. I'm great. What have you been uh, up to? Uh, Heard ooh. you saw a film. Oh, I did. I did. Uh, one, of the, one of the year's best. Oh, no. I'd say. Let uh, me take a guess. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, the favorite.
1: Yeah, I'd say it's one of my favorites. Sure, what do you got? You know, it's definitely uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah a lot. Really good, really you good. You loved it. Yeah, yeah, shit ton of Easter eggs. Cool. For all levels of Spider-Man fandom. Spider-Mandom.
0: Oh, I thought you meant for the game. You know, like like you have to play the PS4 game for 20 hours before you get any of these jokes in the movie. That'd be a bunch of bullshit. Well, there may
1: have been a joke or two about uh, the game. Sure. It's been a big year for Spider-Man. Spider-Man's huge. Yeah, yeah. Right? One of the top entertainment uh, outlets, but uh, the animation is really great. Cool. And uh, I highly suggest it to anyone. If it doesn't win, like, the Oscar for Best Animated animated Film, it'd be... uh, It's one of the best, uh, you know, I I teared up at a couple... uh, Couple of good scenes. Well, I turn the ringer on because yeah, I'm expecting no. people. Sure, and then I forget.
0: Yeah. Uh. Do you think it? Um. Uh. Was it similar without giving too much away? Because I haven't seen it yet. How similar was it to Turtles Forever?
1: Oh, not at all. Not at all. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that
0: because that's what my f- initial thing was with the 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 multiverse timeline or the multiverse uh, plot line. It's like hard to know what you can do. Yeah. Uh. But that's rad. Um. Uh, I saw a thing last night. Especially like sorry. Well, you know, there's turtles more. forever. You got it. It's
1: just got the two turtles for a while where yeah. you're dealing with a whole bunch of different Well, there's types. 8 of them. Yeah. And like uh there I mean, turtle, there's some pretty uh uh good arcs that uh feel good at the end of and you're like, yeah. Are there
0: ever right. any uh Miles is a great character. Without like, giving anything away, do you see other Marvel heroes in Spider-Man? Other than Spider-Man, like does an Iron Man show up or like an alternate universe Iron Man or something? Or the I don't Hulk? think there's anything that is outside of the, the spider Man. Uh, yeah. Like his bad guys, his rogues gallery uh-huh. and stuff? Okay. Um, I saw a thing uh, last night. Uh, at the time of recording last night was my birthday. Uh, I went ahead and turned 34, which I was very excited about. Congrats. Uh, somebody, Somebody
1: give this man $34,000. Please,
0: God, Venmo me $34,000. It means a lot. Uh, a friend of the show, a fan of the show, real and effort, David Twiney. You know David, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. He Venmoed me 34 cents. And I was like, well, that's, that's fun, still pretty much. You know? nice.
1: And that's only, you know, one
0: ten thousandth. Exactly. Something like that. I think, like I think that. the math is there. Uh, But anyways, I saw Aladdin on Broadway, which was fucking amazing. Was he stealing stuff? You know, one oh, step, yeah. ahead, one of step of the ahead of the red line, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, he only steals what he can't afford, though, uh, which is everything. Or he... maybe you can call him Al for short. Oh. Or Din. Or Laddie. What? I wonder why Pete... Uh, what's his name? That guy Al. I love. Robin Simon. Paul Simon. Oh. You could call him Al, and you could call Aladdin Now Al. That's fun. That's what Simon... I'm Aladdin's doing yeah. karaoke. That's a fun... That's like a New Yorker sketch. You ever play that game? Which Simon game? says, call me Al. Oh, that's fun. All right. Uh, Anyways, back to the show. It was great. Uh, it was so good. Um... Because obviously they had to take liberties with it to uh, uh, adapt it for Broadway. One thing I was very nervous of going in was like, am I going to see a fucking guy dressed like mm-hmm. a monkey the whole movie? You know, yeah. but no, they 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 make new characters. There's new songs. Uh, it's it's brilliant. The guy that plays his but name is like Major. The at- monkey was dressed as a person. Thank you. In Aladdin, you're right. Ooh boy. Well, so
1: that'd have been weird. If it it would have been weird. Uh,
0: they showed a poo at one point. They showed like a photo what, what of What kind them. of poo poo or uh, a boo. Oh, a boo, the monkey. Oh, no, the uh, ghost. Yeah, they show him for a second, and that's very cool. Um, but, uh, it was great. The songs are great. They did references to other, bro- other Disney things that I really liked. Uh, the guy that plays the genie, his name, I think, is Major Adewale, and I want to get him on our podcast because I went to his Instagram, and he's, fu- he seems like the best. I go no. to his Instagram. He's wearing a, a, a Christmas sweater. on. They- he's wearing a Christmas sweater with the four Ninja Turtles on it. With wreaths around each one of them, oh. and I'm like, "Well, this guy's fucking right up our alley." Yeah, uh, and so I fucking loved that. I thought it was. You ever a really wonder
1: good time. why they call him the genie when he's clearly wearing Santa uh, satin pantaloons?
0: Well, because Santa pantaloons was already taken. <laughs> yeah, that's in Alibaba and the Forty Thieves. That's what they call the magical character in it. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was fantastic. And the cool one thing that was cool I learned there's an intermission. You read the book, you know the playbill. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, the guy that plays Jafar on Broadway, the guy that did the voice of Jafar. In the movie. Whoa. It's that guy, and he's been playing it since the beginning. He's been playing it since uh, Aladdin dropped on Broadway, like in 2014 or whatever. You think Gilbert's going to get some action in the live action? Uh, I don't know, because that's what I'm thinking too, because the Genies are very different. Yeah. The Genie in the Aladdin Broadway musical is very different than the Genie in the movie. Uh, same songs, newer songs too, but mm-hmm. very different. And in the new movie, I f- they've announced that Will Smith is going to play the Genie, and I could see Will Smith playing it more like the genie they in should, the broadway show then so who knows
1: i wish they had cast uh, snoop dog to play the new genie why so, so we could have that song gin and juice
0: oh for sure yeah genie and juice that's fun old gin yeah i know that's, okay anyways uh that was, that's a little bit of dry humor <laughs> vermouth i don't know <laughs> uh what's so it we take a break and come back with our special guest let's take a break and come back with our special guest Woo!
1: When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation,
0: did we miss the light? No, you just made it. Yeah!
1: They forgot one small thing.
2: Have yourself.
1: I've a terrible a feeling. Christmas. Did you lock up?
2: Let yeah.
1: Be Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. From what else can we be forgetting? Our troubles will be out. Kevin! <laughs> Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the wet bandits We know that you're in there It's Santa claus and it's elf Get off my property
2: This is my house i have to defend it where's your mother my mom's in the car
1: Where's your father he's at work what about your brothers and sisters
2: i'm an only child
0: where do you live can't tell you that Why not because you're a stranger he's a kid I mean, what can
2: a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was.
0: You still are, Marv. I don't care if I have to get out on your
1: runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son.
0: Ah! Yes! Ah! Ah! Where are you, you little creep? I'm gonna kill that kid! Why'd you take your shoes off? Why are you dressed like a chicken?
1: Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. But tonight, he's a home security system.
2: You guys give up or you're thirsty for more?
1: From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home alone. Are you here all alone?
2: I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so.
1: Directed by Chris Columbus, coming November 16th.
0: And we're back. Ooh, what a good commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm assuming. Probably. We Do you don't... think it was a real one? No, no, there's no way. No, I'm mean, gonna edit this tonight. There's no we're, way that was a real to one. We're be a
1: professional operation here, man. We're
0: getting there. We're trying. If you guys want to give us an ad, that's a thing you could do. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, no, uh, PayPal is five bucks, and we'll do an ad for whatever we'll the fuck you want. Literally
1: say anything you want. You know, as long seconds. as as long as
0: we're not mad about it, as long as you know, you're not trying to push some agenda we don't want. Yeah. Um uh speaking of agendas we don't want uh we have a fantastic i'm just kidding i have a fantastic guest on the show today um she's a stand-up comedian uh you know her from her web series terrific women which is available uh, at the cbc the canadian broadcasting channel uh she's been on just for last in montreal uh, and she's got a great album one of my favorite comedy albums of the year uh they know too much uh everybody go crazy for our friend sarah hennessy
2: what's up Oh my god, they did go crazy. Right? Yes. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. Thank
0: you for being on the show.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Cool spot. Good vibes. Yeah. I'm yeah. in. I'm I, in.
0: Thank you for bringing us. Uh Sarah brought us cookies to the yes, show. Yeah.
2: yeah, I made gingerbread cookies. And uh, well, you know what? Anybody I run into for the or have plans with over the next couple of days is getting a little, a little a little satchel of cookies. Your backpack's just full of cookies. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, because I made a bunch of cookies and then uh I was sort of like do I have any friends? <laughs> like I'm like I can't just eat all these fucking cookies, man.
1: See, I only ever make one cookie at a time.
2: What oh. do you make? Very smart. Wait, for is some... that real? Yeah. yeah. Are you being Are you fucking well, with I me? I just
1: or... haven't figured out the math yet, and all my <laughs> all my cookies will just uh turn, like join into each other, like okay. the, like the blob. So
2: it's one humongous yeah. cookie. Despite my, That's I mean, great. I'm not
1: I'm not the best baker, obviously.
2: Well, it's not obvious. You you never know.
1: But then you just take a pizza cutter, and it doesn't matter because they're full of drugs.
2: Oh, that's That's the way to do it. Good for you. That's
0: right. You take a glass, and you put it around it, and then you got a circle cookie. Yeah. That's smart. Perfectly circle. I
2: did did that kind of before I put them in the oven, so that's how they have the fun shapes. I I love.
1: I love the uh, Toll House time-lapse that they put on those commercials, or Mm. just cookie time-lapses. They show it cook. Yeah, yeah. When they show
2: it, you puff up. You're Mm, like... "Mm well, man. they flatten
1: out and then they rise up a little bit and then they finish.
2: It is such a satisfying uh, thing to see. Time lapse stuff is like that. Even like, oh, I, was, yeah. I was watching the one about. Uh, you can be gross stuff. Yeah, I don't want the gross stuff so much, but this was actually kind of gross. I was watching that mushroom one that's going around. Have you guys seen this? No. No. So there's a bunch, it's like a bunch of people have been sharing it and it's really interesting and it's just like sort of like cut together. It's a bunch of different wild mushrooms growing on a time lapse and it's just so interesting to see because you're like, whoa, man, fungi. It's like, they're they're just so wild looking. I always like uh, cities
1: too. Pardon me? Where it's just like a interstate night and fo- night and oh, day yeah. oh, oh, yes. where you can just always see the lights and then the sun coming up yeah,
2: and going down and then you cut to you being like what a wild night like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like you setting down to get some work done and then it's like you show that time lapse and then it goes back to you and you're like well got it done <laughs> yep and
0: we're doing it uh, yeah goddamn. damn uh, oh, these are gingerbread cookies you said.
2: gingerbread cookies it's my mom's recipe Jane Hennessy
0: oh Jane she's a listener
2: yeah oh you know it she yeah. loves podcasts she she's isn't... not confused by the mm-hmm. fact mm-hmm. that wow. they exist at all mm-hmm. yeah um, like all of our parents yeah <laughs> right. they love my, these things My favorite. Is I love. watching my mom with a remote she's like okay here we go it's like <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's the 80s it's like how have you not figured it out or what oh it's so cute watching her going well i'm just gonna text so and so back and you're like okay and it's like <laughs> but then it's like such a dramatic event mm-hmm. like she's like okay here we go reply <laughs> yeah. and then she's like oh, oh, oh. Ooh, uh, how do I ooh, uh, ooh,
0: for like 25 <laughs> that, minutes
2: and then it's just a one sentence thing that she sent back and it's such a big deal and then if she gets a text back from whoever she sent she's like <laughs> oh, I got a text I got a text back it's like the cutest thing and I'm like oh, you know man. what but I hey, do you know what it is maybe she's just enjoying the moment a lot more than we are well
1: youth right. has been jaded by texting mm-hmm. you know? yeah, yeah. this is one so thing used about the it. youth you know it's cynicism yeah, it's, it's the older the, generation that's that's the that have thing. the awe and wonder of technology mm-hmm. it's like 180 degrees of like how everything else is yeah i, yeah, I said
2: my parents a boomerang that yeah. somebody took uh because my mom i'm really talking about my mom a lot but she made me That's a fine. dress <laughs> we love your mom. and then i wore it on stage and somebody took a boomerang and so i said it to my mom and she's like and she's, i don't know, she doesn't understand yeah. what a boomerang is i'm like well it's like a video it's like a really short video and then it just plays in reverse and forward and reverse forward and reverse like a boomerang and she's just like well, that's fine. Like, like, she's like, but I don't understand how you sent it. Like, she, it's yeah. like the, the questions aren't like, <laughs> don't make any sense. And uh. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't know. Yeah. You want to be patient and, but you also, I don't know. I, I kind of appreciate I've it.
0: never, I stopped with my parents. On I that. have
2: appreciate, half. incredibly annoyed. I don't no,
0: get I, it. I stopped helping them with stuff. Uh, I mean, I will at from time to time, but like when I really was like, I got to pull back on this was when my parents would never grasp that scrolling down. Like if we were on a web page and I'd be like, "Scroll down," yeah, they would go the other way. <laughs> and my dad's like, "No, but it's going up," and I'm like, "I don't," because the screen's going up.
2: Oh, I. Get and I'm it. like,
0: yeah, yeah, I get what your but, but point. But the material is. you
2: want to read is down. Yeah, and and, and, and
0: everybody else agreed that this is called scrolling down. So don't like fight. <laughs> this isn't the cause. I can live. I we can't change the world with this, Dad. Just. Go with scrolling down. But you so know might That's say, Scroll interesting. Down. He,
2: goes, he has a point. It is technically up. Yeah, but- I, I never thought about it.
0: It's like how, uh, it's like a Gallagher thing, though. It's like how we park in a driveway and drive in a parkway. Like, we've just all agreed why. We don't need I to think, fight it. I oh, think I
1: Gallagher this. got beat to that one. That's- Yeah, you're right, probably. He, he stole that, for sure.
0: Who do you think he took it from? Just, that's just general- Oh, that was just in the lexicon? just, like,
1: general joking. Like, why yeah. do you
0: I um, don't know. His comedy seems on the up and up other than that. If you tear the
1: wings off of a fly, does it become a walk and why are they- mm, I'm out on him. Yeah. Remember and when- like, yeah. Why do they put locks on the doors of 24-hour
0: gas stations? Yeah, that's just like- That's just he didn't know what Twitter was yet. <laughs> if he had Twitter, we wouldn't have had Gallagher and all those watermelons would have been safe. You familiar with Gallagher? You big Gallagher head?
2: Uh, no, not yet. I mean, mm. there's always time to get right oh, into oh, it. 100 is always time. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, yeah. From what I'm, uh, from what I'm like understanding from what you guys are saying, I think it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, yeah. whoa, man. Well, there's two. I, do I want to get into this? There, <laughs> there were there
0: were two brothers, right? I, I can and ask a question kind of, real quick. Uh, Post grunge, yeah, Brit pop. This is now an Oasis joke. <laughs> uh, where are you from, Sarah? Where'd you grow up?
2: Oh, I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Ooh, oh, um, that's a lot of hyphens. Oh, you better believe it. Um, yeah, and I grew up in the suburbs north of Toronto, and then I moved, and then I started doing stand-up when I was in high school, and then Whoa. I and then I moved downtown when I was 19 and continued. Uh,
1: Pat, have we had a Canadian? That's what I was thinking the, beforehand. I don't think so. On the show?
0: That's Not awesome.
2: that I know of. Yeah, we're like so close yet so far away, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, a lot
1: more here in New
0: York. We've had a lot of Canadians flake on us, last minute dropouts. I mean, that's yeah, for sure yeah. happening. Really? Yeah. I uh, mean, because people come visit town, and they don't got time to come sit in a basement and do well, they're a podcast. Canadian, oh. and then we book them, but they may pull out. Maple. I got it. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Cool.
2: Oh, my uh, gosh. I love this linguistic <laughs> moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sarah, meet Brandon. Help. This
1: that's, is going to be
0: great.
2: That's your yeah. thing, huh?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's just how I talk anyways. I yeah, mean, his he, brain's he broken. He just stokes the
0: flames. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, don't gas me up, bud. Uh, the, uh, you growing up... Okay, so... Uh yeah. was it a big city, little city, or or a yeah, suburb? Toronto Toronto, oh, I yeah, know Toronto. Yeah, sorry, Toronto's um, like the New York of Canada, right?
2: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it, but it's adorably small compared to New yeah. York. But yeah, it's yeah. yeah, but it has a very similar sort of flavor. I mean, moving here. Maple. It wasn't a humongous. Yeah, it's a maple flavored place. <laughs> and it but it wasn't like a huge uh change, like, as far as, like, the comedy scene goes. Like, sure. I, like, I feel like we have very similar sensibilities. Or at least the Friends I'm making here. Yeah. It feels yeah. like that way. All the, obviously there's so many different, like, sub of comedy styles and, yeah. and whatnot. But, um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. yeah I grew up in the suburbs and then I, I think as I turned into a teen, that's when I started realizing how uncool it was. Yeah. And then making fun of it, I think, really fueled my, um, me getting into doing comedy. Sure. I,
1: I wonder if there's any teens that are Teen like... Teen X
2: uh, was, was definitely a huge... Yeah, it any... still
1: is. I'm full of it still. Yeah. I just wonder if there's any teens that are like, you know, this is a cool town. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: They're like, it's got everything you need and <laughs> yeah. I feel safe <laughs> along the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think I was just sort of like, yeah, you learn about... You know, you're getting into like music and mm-hmm. like shows, and like you're kind of like you're like you're thirsty for culture, and yeah. then you're looking around, and you're like, "There's no fucking culture that here." That house looks and then, just like
1: my house. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: hated it. Like, I even did the house thing was yeah. a huge thing. It was yeah, it totally. Was, the I house thing, it, going, I call, the cookie cutter houses was was um very ir- irksome. Like, I'm uh-huh. just like. It's, and then it's also bad, they weren't but, made that great too. Right. I lived in, I had two older brothers and parents and you can, it was like a decent sized house, but you can hear everything because everything was just thrown up so fast. Sure, That I'm like, I don't know. It just fueled the anger and being like, like, I don't know. Um
1: All the good music rebels against that shit anyways. Yeah. 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 I that's guess so. Yeah. Conformity or at least what you're into young, when you're younger. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. I remember getting, going to all these amazing, I had so much fun at these like. Newmarket was the name of the uh the town just north of us, mm-hmm. and they had these amazing punk shows that oh, we would cool. all go to. And then people, but they were like in community centers and like in like uh, people's basements where yeah. their families weren't home. And it was just like it was like I felt like that was that felt so special and it was so exciting. Now, do you
0: Canadian, think? Or- oh, I was just wondering. Do you think that shit was happening in your hometown? but since you were in your hometown you weren't part you know what I mean like so did I'm, people from other suburbs maybe come to your place and be like ooh there's a good you know mm, Jeff has a house show and it rules
2: Uh, there wasn't I'm, I'm may, sure I mean maybe not parties no, no no I think that there, there's so many uh, towns that were cl- probably only a 10 minute drive from each okay. other so it all sort of went to just certain towns yeah. but I remember going to this one but they would always find these people who produce these shows like I don't even know who they were but they would find like interesting locations that nobody kind of knew about like i remember they rented out a church that was like in a kind of like outskirts farmland Mm -hmm. and we saw this band leftover crack there oh yeah name you know leftover crack but i remember being like like i don't know it was just such a fun destination and this is the thing that i also liked about these shows is they were done by at like midnight man sure and like and then nobody cared that they weren't licensed like people would drink outside you know it like huddled around but it was kind of like we everything was so diy that you just sort of went with it because you wanted to see the music and like see the other people there and like it was always people who were sort of like yeah dressed all fucked up and like it was just it, it felt counterculture for what we had to uh, yeah experience totally. like just like you know in our like these lame towns that were just so new and it, it was that was so irritating yeah yeah um but yeah i feel like yeah, I don't know why I'm, I'm talking about this. No, that's, yeah, that I like cool. that. That's what, I love
1: old punk houses and stuff like same. that. Oh, this so- is
2: what I was going to say. I love that it was like everything was done by a certain time. Yeah, by midnight. And so, so because I remember when I was like a little younger, we ever, raving was really big. So sure. I remember I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, oh we would go to raves and then but then the thing that was the worst about raves is like you have to pretend you're enjoying yourself but then you have to stay all night and yeah. then you're so tired and like the sun's coming up and it's just so shitty yeah. yeah. and you're like ugh and you're like kind of like tweaked out or whatever and you're like how am I going to get home I live in Aurora like it didn't yeah, take yeah. forever and then so then when we got into the, pu- the, the small suburban punk, punk scene after that was so refreshing to be like I'm home by one yeah yeah <laughs> but then then we're like th- then we thought we were so cool because we like punk music and then when we would go there's this place called the Anarchist Free Space in, in Toronto like downtown and I had friends of a friend and they were like yeah, come to the Anarchist Free Space and so I was like yeah, okay, cool and then we went and then we met true gutter punks and then they were like we were making jokes about scabies and they're like don't joke about scabies man like they've all yeah, had yeah. it and like the place was so grimy and dirty and it was like true people who probably had really didn't no, they had get luck. to go home to their parents beautiful house sure. totally with their french doors and their crisp carpeting yeah. and being like this place sucks man there's no the real culture like they were people who came from broken homes and like it was true a true life that we just sort of emulated and that's when I got my first taste of oh I come from the most privileged yeah yeah plates, yeah and i'm just like annoyed by it <laughs> sure <laughs> but these people actually had real problems in like in in a real true lifestyle that's that what was. i felt
0: the i was when i was playing in bands in the omaha scene in like the early 2000s that's what the shit there was literally this band uh jank 1000 put out an album called suburban punks Are go and that was the thing was it was all of that it was a lot of it was like i mean a middle class and a lot of poor too but like it wasn't like we were punks and we were doing stuff, but we weren't like doing heroin in the alleys. That's exactly so, it. It wasn't yeah. true
2: life or death. It was. Yeah. It was like it was like a, an, exa- an accessory. It's like we put on a like a, I don't know a rancid shirt and we're yeah. like, look at me now, man. This is my whole new lifestyle. yeah? Sure. Oh. sure. I sure.
1: just bought this shirt and it's already got safety pins. Yeah, down. I so, got so. it at the
0: mall. <laughs> yeah, I got it at J C. Doesn't that rule? They're selling rancid shirts now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah there's a lot of yeah. There's a, I, uh, there's a lot of that kind of stuff and. But I do like the thing about the um, being exposed to stuff like DIY early and exposed to like those house shows and stuff like that. Uh, doing that stuff because you did you probably went to tons of those in Des Moines, right? Yeah, and I used to watch a lot of DIY
1: house shows on like HGTV. Uh, like, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, but, uh, building a house. No, I went to a lot in Des Moines. There was uh, one in like a, a lot of ones in old office buildings. Yeah, yeah, oh, That's really. What we had. Yeah, we didn't That's have cool. that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, where just some kids had an office building. And they're you know it's mostly empty you know like mattresses on the wall yeah a lot of mattresses on the wall yeah. I
0: guess it was for sound and probably yeah so that people like cops wouldn't drive by I or thought neighbors it was for wouldn't noshing, call cops. But, that makes uh, sense too but yeah uh, Emily yeah, Winter has a true. great joke where she's like uh, she she says something about like she's like uh, I don't some she's like I'm like a uh, church basement yeah if you're playing in here you're probably in a shitty band right. or something like that <laughs> it's really good you know,
1: yeah <laughs> that's Well, uh, in comedy too, you wind up, uh, I've wound up a couple. Uh, oh well for sure for, i feel like, like that's
2: oh i love doing a uh, living room show me too oh, i yeah. love that kind of stuff and that's one of the things that i think um drew me to doing preferring a comedy that's a uh, i guess more alt scene than club scene like i've never mm-hmm. been somebody who um gravitates towards club comedy yeah i always want to do stuff that's like i don't know yeah weirder and Rope. better Weir- yeah with like other robes garages other who-
1: basements not, those oh, yeah. are always fun shows.
2: That's always that's totally always fun. Like there's no there's no um, infrastructure for like a two drink minimum and like carting people yeah. in and out if time efficient. Like, it's yeah, like yeah 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 It's definitely like it feels more ar- um, artistic than business.
1: What I love about like what's happened to comedy like in the last decade or so, and, and that's exactly what's going on is it's gone away from the clubs and stuff. Or yeah. DIY. Yeah. Like, like when we started, or at least when I started, it was yeah. like there was a club in town. And the funny bone, and that's all that there was for know, comedy. That's the best part is the yeah. names of them, because oh, it's yeah. so,
2: it's so, What's like, the one in
1: Toronto?
0: Yuck Yucks. Yuck yucks, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: boy, do I have some stories about Yuck yeah. Yucks. But yeah, it's like, people are like, yo, man, you're going down to Yucks? Like, it's like, <laughs> as if it's a cool thing to yuck, say. Man. And you're like. That's
0: a, a thing I think a lot about New York is, the New York comedy scene is, because like, I've been here, I've been here almost six years. You've been here probably almost four years. Yeah. Uh, You moved here the last year, right? In the last year? Or so? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. I've, I'm, just, I'm pretty new. I'm just there, in the spring.
0: There are scenes here at clubs. And there's there are some really great clubs in New York. Yeah. Don't yeah, get me so wrong. Of but clubs are cool, man. Yeah. Like, I
2: don't mean to be. Well, New York uh, clubs
0: have, are a little different, like I'm different not, than, like, they're too good for them. And yeah. also, yeah.
2: I, I would have to say that. They, they, I get intimidated sometimes because it's a different, you have to have a different, different skill sets. That's yeah. what I was saying. You have say. to be able to really, yeah. uh, spritz with people, bring everyone in, really work it in a confident way. Like I've done a, you know, New York comedy club here mm-hmm. and there. And it's so fun, but boy, do I go, oh dear, how's this going to go? Because it's out of my comfort zone a bit, Mm -hmm. where some people, it's totally in their back pocket.
0: And that's probably because if you were going, that's how I, that's a hundred percent how I feel. And that's because I came up in music when we were doing these little shows that was like, oh, we're in a basement or we're in a a dive bar or something like that, where you're in total control. And so I have no concept of clubs now. I think a part
2: of me comes off like I'm too cool for them. But really, it's just, it hasn't been a natural trajectory for me to Mm, go there, and then I'm not too cool I, I like it's like a bit of just pr- personal preference and yeah. just how things have naturally flowed for me i also
0: think we all end up where we end up like like th- th- what i've always thought about because i've never I, I love i like a lot of the new york clubs but i've never like tried really hard to get That's into it. them you have to so put the time in you have to like, hang out yeah. i'll be there when i'll, I'll be, so I'll
1: be in hanging those out at clubs you can just hang out with people that run shows yeah.
2: yes can i also mention yeah. this i find that it's easier from easier for me to go to shows in brooklyn or in small bar venues and just go watch ch- hang out a hundred percent but then yeah. when if you go to a club you ha- literally have to pay to get in and you can't stand at the back so mm-hmm. there's no there's no natural way to to s- seamlessly become part of the scene yeah. like you'd have to like go and like talk to some uh like uh, true adult and be like, "Hi, <laughs> I'm." this yeah. is my demo and I want to, you know what I mean? Like it's more official yeah. and it doesn't feel natural and and there, natural to me.
0: And there are some people though, like that's what I was, I was thinking was like, there are some people who didn't have this weird punk rock bullshit or these weird like DIY stuff. And they started comedy in New York and they just immediately were like, well, I'm going to go to this comedy club yeah. and then they learn all that and they're good at that. And Absolutely. then they're good comedians. And like, I sometimes I'll be like, I'll, I'll meet people that are like two years in sometimes who just like grab that right away. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I want to just fucking yeah. learn from this I th- person. I think it
2: also, I feel it's because we, we put up resistance. We're like, well, mm-hmm. that's not me, so I have to. Put, oh, it, it's yeah. going to be harder for me to uh, get into that. But really, we just have to do it. Yeah, Talking about something is so funny because we'll spend forever talking about something. But you just have to do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I there's, just... And like, I have just no, like your first yeah.
1: time ever doing comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you just, just do it. Yeah.
0: There's a thing. There's a thing. I don't know what it's called. I don't know if there's a term for it. But I heard once about like uh, endorphins are a huge thing. And so like you can tell yeah, everybody... Have, in Florida. Yeah dolphins oh sorry uh about how if you um if you tell everybody you're writing a book or if you tell everybody you're writing a pilot and you tell them about the pilot you your brain releases like endorphins you start feeling good and you're excited Got about it.
2: it because you're already rewarding yourself exactly kind of for and about so to be doing something you
0: yeah, i've you, heard if, that exact same yeah. analogy for the gym sure yeah. yeah and if uh, you yeah. tell 20 people you can go home feel good you don't mm-hmm. even have to fu- you don't even start writing yeah. on it and then that because of that so you, you don't post do it that shit
1: on facebook i got yeah. 20 likes i don't need to write a pilot now. exactly yeah. Uh, yeah i wrote actually, a status that, about it, writing a pilot
2: that's the thing that actually uh, really bothers me like i don't like i don't like it's hard i i really prefer people just having a, a i like seeing projects through to fruition because yeah you can talk about something and i've had people come up to me asking you know, talking about stand up, maybe some younger people who want yeah. to get into it. And I actually find that I get really, I'm a really I am really—I feel like I'm a really upbeat, sweet person, but I think that it brings out kind of the most impatient part of me. Yeah. Because I'm like, don't talk to me about it. Go on stage. Go do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, why are what, what do you mean advice? What kind of advice? Just yeah. do it and, and figure it out. Yeah. That's because, what I've always
1: said too uh, when I've gotten that same question, where it's just like, you can t- learn to be funny after you've already been on stage. Just get that out of the way. and
0: Yeah. And yeah. what's great too about, especially doing stand up in today, uh, you could Google like, stand-up, how, how to stand up comedy. And f- 50, 100, jo- 200 Judy comedians.
1: Pop right well, up. yeah.
0: Comedians have written blogs about it. Yeah. I always point, when people moved to New York, I always point Andy Sanford wrote a great article like 10 years ago. It's like that. I mean, everything you could sit in your living room, you already think you're funny. You don't even need to bring us all mm-hmm. into it, you know? And My, then you don't have that weird thing it where you, it's so
2: funny though. Here's the other thing about being a comedian is that you do have regular normal people. I love regular normal people. Who sure. don't who don't do My wife's comedy. a regular normal person. It's not so nice <laughs> It balance in life. Yes. But but it, the, the uh, it's always interesting to me the people who are like Oh yeah, I am actually of doing stand up. And then and then that and then they have a smile that kind of just washes over their whole uh, face and you're like that is exactly what you're saying it's about it is, the yeah. book where they're like they say that they're thinking about doing it and that's enough satisfaction for them. But then I'm always like I'm like cool man, yeah, go for it cuz but I'm like cuz you know they never actually will, but it's amazing how satisfied yeah. they are with them just the idea of them possibly doing it. Yeah. It's <laughs> enough for them. I've had- and then and then they feel like that is doing it.
0: I've had um uh people I know from or like, it makes
2: me sick that they think they they can just do it. Yeah, I've yeah. guys no. secretly. I think I've gotten to eventually.
0: the point where <laughs> I I don't know. I I, I think I can, I don't give a shit. I try not to give a shit about things like that anymore. But I do still, and I think it's funny where like I made a joke on Facebook once, and a guy I went to high school with like wrote a thing about why that doesn't why the joke isn't good, and like used like cited sources like Patrice O'Neill and stuff, and I'm like. Um, I've lived and breathed comedy for a decade and you work at a fucking bank. Like, I don't care what podcast or album you've listened to. I guarantee you, even the joke might not be the best, but I guarantee you that I know more about why this is a good joke than why you think you do armchair quarterbacking
2: it. You see, but then, <sighs> the, but then when that kind of stuff happens, you're like, well, ah, what's the point in any of this? Yeah, Let's yeah. not talk about it because it doesn't matter. Totally. I just follow the see, guy. People won't see things from your perspective. And that's, that's why a, we have yeah. scenes where uh, people who do, like-minded people do similar things, so that way you can kind of, well, that's like, you, you're like we both get it. That's the you?
0: most <laughs> important thing about comedy. That's that is a good because the advice for if like when comics start, I literally panic too because I'm like I, I panic because I want to help everybody. I, I, that's my thing is I want to be a fixer. And when people I know want, they're like, I think about comedy. All they think about is like, well, you're 32. You're, it's not that that's too late, but like I, I started when I was 25, and I feel like I was almost dead already. Like yeah. I, I'm, I feel like I've had to work so hard to get to where. And so there's all these things that you have. To, I think about
2: you make up fake, uh, you make <sighs> up fake things in your head. You're yeah. Like, oh, it's gonna be. It, that's not true. I know people who've started way later in life and are killing it. Really? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, we, but we make up rules because we feel like facts help us feel calm. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: oh, but what? So, but what I do? I don't mind when people are moving to New York a little more because I feel like one of the things you can really do a great piece of advice for comics when they move to New York is just what you said: find like minded comics right away and find people you get along with right away because then as soon as you have a group everything gets so much easier. If you're trying to do it on your own or there's a thing I see a lot where comics move here and maybe they're like, maybe they were the best comic in another scene or some shit and they move here and they immediately try to jump to the upper class oh, yeah. and it's like well these are people that have been friends for a decade and you're now just un- and maybe you maybe it works and sometimes that does work but it's like it's better to find the three people who just moved here in the same month as you and then you can be friends and then you could be like oh actually I don't like this person I do like this and years go by and then you find find your people and I think finding your people That's is the most RuPaul's important is. thing RuPaul
2: says find your tribe it's great and the only way you can do that is by doing your thing mm-hmm. so it's like even I feel like you I can't even set out to like you don't even i don't even set out to make friends i just set out to get stage time sure and then you slowly as people see your act then they go hey like and they want to hang out and i and it's such a good feeling and you make friends it feels like everything feels like going to a new school sure (laughs) and i love that i remember going to like it's the exact same feeling when i was i went to when i went to high school i I went to a different high school than all my friends i went i went yeah and that was like i feel like that was a real like fork in the road moment because all my friends were going to this local Aurora high school but then I auditioned for an arts high school and I got in but it was like five six towns away so it would be like you know a big commitment and I was and I got in and I was like and I got in for drama I'm like here we go yeah and then I remember being like really nervous as it was approaching and then I remember my parents were like You're going to make friends as soon as you get on that bus. Like it's really scary stepping on the bus, but as soon as you get on, you're going to make friends. And then I did. I found a girl and I just sat beside her and started talking to her. And then we were friends. And like it happened so fast, but that's what it felt like moving to to a new, to a new country. It was like, there's so much build up. Yeah. And then you just get here. And I remember just like going to like just slowly, you have people who are like are just your friends. And then Mm -hmm. like I might have a day where I'm feeling like yeah unsure and then all of a sudden i get like a message from somebody being like hey do you want to come do a show with me tonight or hey what are you doing or, hey, you doing? or blah, blah blah i'm like oh my god yeah. i am slowly making friends like, sure yeah. if it wasn't and, yeah, yeah sorry. if
1: it wasn't for comedy uh yeah. when i moved i would have been a lot more scared oh about god. making yes. friends mm-hmm. it's a full community because i knew that uh, the only adult friends really i've made have been through comedy me you know? too you, like, That's why people... like i stopped making friends mm-hmm. after high school until I mean I you know what I mean yeah. random like, work friends or something like yeah, that yeah. but yeah but like once I started up comedy the uh, friend influx like you know came pouring in
2: it's it's so true it's so great to have something in your life where you can go to any city mm-hmm. and oh, then you yeah. and you find the shows and you just show up and you start you know doing mics or whatever and then yeah. you and then you have so much in common with people and it really that's why it's like people are like oh it's hard making friends when you're an adult but you know what not if you have a thing yeah, yeah. if you have a thing then you do your thing and then you meet other people who do that thing yeah and, like and I, I, I think i did a
1: show in chicago last month and yeah. i was like holy shit none of the chicago people here i know are here and it's packed and then I did it, had a great set. And then, and then you have 10 new friends.
0: 10 new friends. And yeah. People, yeah.
1: Then, There's yeah.
0: a thing. I did a mm-hmm. festival. Um, I love, I love that aspect too. And I also think that I don't know for sure, but I wonder if like lawyers have that same thing. Like if lawyers go to a new town, <laughs> yeah, we went Dude, to, a well, convention. They go to a bar. That's why people and we are really
2: into church. That's why some sure. people love because they need that community oh, yeah. aspect. Cause some people just go to work and go home, go mm-hmm. work, go home, and then they need to have something that yeah. connects them with everyone and then i just that's why i really love comedy so much because no matter what town i can find my people there's people
0: yeah uh i i did a festival once and i met like five people and one of the people i met at that festival i think our friend of yours nor Hadidi. you know nori right? of course uh and literally it's one of those weird things where like we just happened to get to a place early and i made and i was like oh hi and we became friends and now like i feel like the last two years of my life has just been Either meeting people that are that also know her and then making friendships with those people, or her being like, This person's gonna be in New York, you should t- be friends with them. And like, it's 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 all because of who I met here. And it's not like I don't like that I came up in marketing, but I don't like the term networking. It's all just like, Well, but I met this is. person, if, if she vouches, huge, yeah, if you, then hmm. that means that person's probably good. And then I meet that person, and then they tell me about this person. And then I'm in San Francisco, and somebody's randomly is like, Oh, I just met this comic from Toronto. And then we have a conversation, and it's like, that, that is what I love about God. comedy so much is finding the people you like and then following the t- strand that comes off of that. You know? Find
1: the others, man. Yeah, yeah. Timothy Leary. Is that what he's in? Yeah.
0: I thought that was from The Lost. No, no. Remember the first couple seasons of Lost? It was all about finding the others. Oh, did they
1: call that. them the others, or was that a fan term? I think
0: they did. Um, anywho, so you're growing up. <laughs> you're a kid. You're living in, it sounds like Aurora.
2: Aurora, which was like, yeah, a kind of like a middle class suburban <clears throat> place. And it sounds you got, like
0: a real Aurora Borealis. It truly right? was. Wow. Honestly,
2: well put. It really was uh, very white and middle class.
0: What is your, uh, you said you had older brothers?
2: I had older brothers and they introduced me to kids in the hall. I don't know whether you guys know that. Some people don't know. And we would watch lots of Conan O'Brien, sorry, live Norm Macdonald uh, doing doing, late, uh, doing the news uh, oh, desk yeah. on that. Like that was influential for me for sure. All that like... and watching my brothers laugh so hard at something, and then <laughs> and then me like kind of like laughing with them too. And that's kind of what I figured out what I was, was just funny. Just watching a
1: funny uh, clip of I like uh, periodically watching Norm on YouTube. Oh almost. my god! All the weekend in, updates. It's
2: fun to get into a good Norm. Home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: uh, it was funny because it was called like Norm MacDonald's The Worst Movie Reviewer because, you know, he takes such a negative <laughs> yeah, spin yeah, yeah. on most all of his stuff. So it's just him trashing like Shawshank Redemption before sure. it became a class. <laughs> you know, it's, so it's just a funny hindsight with his jokes already being funny. Yeah. Is, oh, I love is that. him just ripping apart like Shawshank and stuff like that. I
2: was, think, uh, yeah, what, what really made me, I think... That's uh what made me realize what's funny is it, you have to have a very unique voice in a weird sense you have yeah. to have a weird sense of humor and a unique voice like mm-hmm. a literally a literal unique voice yeah like, yeah, voice, yeah, yeah. like you can't like, sound like other people yeah. sure and yeah, yeah, and um a
1: hundred percent one of those guys that uh only he can tell most of his jokes. And when
2: people retell his jokes, they do his voice do. and it makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I have a, his podcast has like, that eh, segment eh, I have
0: a friend once who he was t- we were talking and and uh he's uh, he basically was like we were talking about comics and he's like, "Well, my favorite comics norm McDonald." And everybody at the table is like, "Yeah, we know. We've seen you do stand up for the past 5 years." Ah, you're and you're ripping them You off, saw huh? him and you saw him be like, "Oh fuck." And you saw him realize all those things that was probably in his head about like Oh no! Am I sounding too much? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. And then he's, I, yeah. you know, he's great. But.
2: Well, it's interesting actually that you say that. I won't, I won't stay on this for too long because I don't want to name names or talk shit. Sure. But being in well, this we're city, a gotcha podcast.
0: You can. Yeah. We're like Rogan on here, you know. So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but just like uh, being in New York uh, for only for I guess I've only this is my like eighth month. Just the way, I, just observing how everybody is and just seeing who is ripping off who. It's yeah. So clearest day to me. Sure. Because you see kind of bigger named people and you see how other people are just imitating them and they don't even realize how heavily mm-hmm. yeah. influenced they are. And I'm like, wow. And I am a little older than a lot of the people Same, <laughs> here. Yeah. So I really see it. And I'm like, it's so funny. They have no idea. I have
0: a theory about this and I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show. I'm sure we haven't, but... I have a theory a lot because sometimes there's waves, and I've you've always heard if you listen to podcasts and if you and if you studied comedy and stuff, you always hear about waves. Like you hear about like in the early two thousands, and late nineties, everybody was ripping off Todd Hotel. Barry and David Tell uh-huh. and Mitch Hedberg. There was all these people. Oh yeah, and so but I always wonder if
2: it's if. I'll tell you everybody now is just doing John early in Kate Berlant. I'll tell you yeah, that. It's well, hilarious and there's not even any jokes they just do Im- impression and movement like that. Them, is, and then and then but you know what the audience laps it up. Nobody's ha- so they're not noticing that it's not working, what I'm but wondering I'm like is, you're not being you. You're being you're doing an impression of somebody else, but it's working for them. So I'm, I'm curious is that
0: I agree 100%. Those are the example those are the exact examples and a little Jackie Novak as well. Uh where that's what But I'm thinking is, is the thing that influenced them, is that a thing that they were just the first ones to get really, you know, like, because your voice is influenced by your age and your growth and stuff. Are this younger generation just more influenced by all this stuff and it's happening naturally? And it's and somebody's naturally going to that, or is it literally just that was the comedy that they gravitated towards, and so then they just started impress doing impressions. I don't know, per, but I think uh, about honestly, that so much.
2: I'm, I'm I I you gotta trust your gut. My gut is telling me that they're completely influenced and ripping them off. Yeah, okay. I don't think they realize that they're ripping them off. Yeah. I think they go, this is what funny is or when this I move is my body like this or this whatever is what it is. This is what stand up is. This is what stand up yes. is, and that's who they're. And you know, I think it's that, a trickle down effect. I, but I think oh. and it's but it's a. Uh,
0: and I like this I, and conversation. A of, and a
2: lot of people are saying it too. I'm yeah. not the first one no, to no, say no. it, but I I but it's so interesting just watching it go down. I'm making a lot of new new, you know, pals and everything mm-hmm. and you know, but you can't help but notice what, who and they're and they're doing impressions of people who are doing an impression of that. It's a trickle yeah. down.
0: It's and it's also. I feel like five years ago. That's
2: why life is like high school, man. People are just doing. <laughs> people are just doing um copying the most popular people in school. Yeah,
0: I feel like five years ago, maybe six years, everybody was doing the same thing with Rory Scovel, and it, well, that was when I first started traveling. I guess maybe like four years ago, but when I first started leaving the big cities and going to like smaller scenes every scene had a guy that was literally just doing Rory Scoville. They were doing, they, slipping you, into the you, southern. I'll tell you what, it's and, just like your friend yeah. who
2: liked Mitch Heber or whatever, Hammer, yeah, yeah. he didn't even realize. Yeah. Like, people don't realize that they're ripping somebody off because it just feels like they were being, being funny. They're like, this is yeah. me being funny. But you're like, well, you're actually. And
0: so uh, the <laughs> weirdest thing is when somebody who is that way then is getting successful off that. I know, that's but it won't ever truly last. No, I don't think so. It um, won't ever truly
2: last. And that's the thing that you got to yeah. trust. Yeah. Because you, everybody's got to be, you got to try. That's why if you, if you find they're being influenced by somebody, you know what you might want to do is just stop watching them. For leave, sure. Maybe leave the room when they're on stage because you got to do your own thing. There are
0: some comic, cause I love, I love watching comedy. I love listening to comedy albums still to this day. And there are some people who like, People who I guess maybe I'm more... I would think maybe my style of stand is more similar to, who I can watch fine and I don't feel like rub it rubs off. But if I watch Bar- Nate Borgazzi, who I don't really think I'm like at all, he's very slow and soft-spoken and I'm very fast and loud... But once I watch him for the next week, I feel like I'm writing Nate Bargatze jokes, yeah. Yeah. and it's and it's a thing.
2: Yeah, so you might want to I literally, avoid it. I just stopped, <laughs> and that's what
0: I did: is I just stopped listening to all this stuff and started watching his. Content. I still love him. I think he's a great comic. I love his albums. Well, that's that I used what to it do.
2: is. You love you like it so much, and you connect. So to him I was so much trying so that to, that you're yeah. like, Oh no, I'm, I'm honestly doing him, and I can. Yeah, I do
0: yeah, I yeah. It's very interesting. You okay? So you were saying when you were a kid, we were watching all the um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kids in the hall. I'm very interested because in, when I was a kid, uh, we had this cable. So I grew up in Southwest Iowa. But we had this satellite system called, uh, like, some, I don't know, fucking power or something. But we had Much Music when I was a kid, which oh, is yeah. a huge Canada thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and I watched Much Music. because much all, Music
2: was amazing. But it's, it's not all anymore, I watched. Yeah. And so,
0: like, I got, like, the whole school into bands like uh, The Tragically Hip and, like, Moist, all these Canadian bands, Sloan, all these bands. I got a whole school of Iowa people because I was the... Music much music guy. was
2: cool because it, played, it was crazy it just played um so many music videos mm-hmm. like it was like constant that was so influential to everybody if you're like a teen pre-teen yeah. whatever man you just you go home and then you just like you watch much music and then you just see it's like a, it was a huge portal into like so much arts sure. happening in the world, and there
0: was all this stuff they did, like the speaker box and stuff. The corners, oh and yeah, stuff. yeah, speaker's like, corner, speaker's corner. Well, yeah, people,
2: that, that was like the first. Conf- that was like the first confessional but You know, like in um, reality shows. Yeah, where yeah, they yeah, a yeah. the Booth where people go in and just like, talk to camera about what's really happening. So they just had one of these on the street in like the nineties. Yeah, and then people would go in, put it in a quarter, and just you know, people would be um, just complaining with a, you know with a subject in mind, or people would just be fucking in there, or people mm-hmm. would just be doing <laughs> wild shit and. So then, what they would do is they super cut a bunch of it together and just play it as content on much music, and it was so cool. It was yeah, the first, it was like first, just like you cut it. They cut out the middleman, and then so if you lived in the suburbs or wherever watching this or wherever, it was just like. Yeah, it was like a true portal. And if yeah, before was, that, you
1: couldn't do that on television.
2: And then now everything's all branding yeah. and like everything, so you couldn't even get away with that. And every and we're all so aware of how things uh, will be uh, taken. So it's almost like it's like there's no edit. There was no true editing, and that's what was so raw and fresh. It about felt it.
0: that it felt as me because my friends were all watching MTV, and then like that was around the same time TRL probably started, and so like. I it felt like a more and I think looking back now I just feel like it was because it was lower budget. That's right. But it felt you get away with so it felt much so more when you edgy. have lots, People
2: always want money, but as soon as you have money, mm-hmm. you have some people to answer to and and different brands that you have to put on stuff. So yeah, things were there was a sweet spot with much music and maybe a few other shows, yeah. even Kids in the Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah they totally. got to uh, it's almost like they got to make what they wanted. <laughs> and and that was really special and yeah. it was a it was like a magic hour kids, in time yeah
0: and kids in the hall was my like that was uh,
1: i uh, talk about with a lot of stuff at that time yeah <clears throat> because the cable was uh growing up as it was yeah blowing up as it was and it was like well you can either go to network television and they will control everything yeah or you can come here make a lot less money but do whatever no you money. want. Yeah, but yeah, then, yeah, yeah.
2: But then a pure artistic freedom. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's crazy to think about. But yeah, yeah. Um it's but that was also over 20 years ago, and then there hasn't been a lot.
0: There. Yeah, like who knows? I'd have no con. I, I, like, literally, we got direct TV when I was like a junior in high school, and then much music disappeared. And I and I still have playlists of like all those, like I Mother Earth and like uh, uh, Matthew Goodband, all these ba- Canadian bands that nobody else knows about. <laughs> and I only listen about- to the albums they put out in the 90s and shit. It's very There's weird. There's no a bunch of Canadian punk bands and, and Rush. Yeah. <laughs> do what music were you into when you were a kid were you into just uh, everything on what, or yeah
2: i guess you know it, it was sort of like yeah we'd watch much music all the time so they would have like different you know you just watch whatever was on so there would be like yeah like beastie boys sure. and like um but then like you would we'd listen to like certain radio stations that would be playing more like alternative mm-hmm. or whatever I guess I would just I liked a spectrum of things. Sure. I think everybody does. Were there any
1: uh, like shows uh, that were like very Canadian that we never got that you grew up loving, or oh, or just what shows Under did than, you other,
2: like? I guess. I mean, uh, *Kiss the Hall* is the, probably the best yeah. example of something very Canadian. And like, what about when you were
0: like younger? Was like there, a little? Look at it. There's a thing called like the Littlest Hobo that I hear referenced. Oh my god! I had a
2: writing teacher who wrote for Littlest Whoa. Hobo. Whoa! Do you know oh, about this at the art school? No this yeah this was when I was in college okay. but uh it, it was like a um as like it was a screen writing class and he wrote his big his big credit was that he wrote an episode of Lilith Hobo you and know that, that do was something that I didn't None even watch but yeah it's like it's just about a dog who like saves the day or something yeah it's like, a, it's <laughs> like one like, of those yeah. stories it's like a
0: live kung, action puppy yeah, yeah but it's like kung fu or something you know where like every episode's a new adventure in a new town or like uh
2: yeah, so he to heaven he just trots into town but to it's a, a dog. new town and then somebody's like oh hey little fella and then they're like Oh, and then like he like there's some sort of problem, and then he saves the day by the end of the episode.
1: The the Canadian kids programming show I my mind immediately goes to is uh, you can't do that on television. Oh yeah, with the slime. Yeah, Mm -hmm, that was that was a good one. That was funny because it's like Monty Python meets all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: that was really cool, man. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I don't know. That's where
0: Atlantis came from. Yeah, Morrison, Mm -hmm. one of our best Atlantises. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Yeah, she was like a kid star too. Like if you see her from back then, she looked like yeah. like she looked like a kid star, like yeah, a teeny yeah. bopper. That's and then when her about- album came out, yeah. it was like well, grunge. that was like her Dude. third album because yeah. Like, oh yeah, because she, like, she had like pop like, albums. Kid- well, yeah. yeah,
2: she had pop albums, and then yeah, Jagged Little Pill was her big <sighs> saying, "I'm doing what I want." Yeah, and boy was. We all felt it. Was it. Fig, and uh-huh. out, it was out. It. it was huge. First, everybody loved it. When I was oh, a little yeah. kid,
0: I was into, uh, my. I listened to country music constantly, like pop country. And then when I went to, I think it was fourth grade is when I was like, nope, I'm a rock guy now. So I gave all my sisters to my CD or all my CDs to my sister. And then I went to the mall and I bought, the same day I bought Jagged Little Pill, Pearl Jam's No Code and Red Hot Chili Peppers One Hot Minute and Green Day Dookie. And I just listened to those four albums but, for yeah. years. Like still to this day, there's a, jag- there's a Jagged Little Pill musical now. That they're you know, doing yeah, in Boston, and I want to see it.
2: <laughs> you should see Whoa, it. I mean, it's gonna that's be good. so cool. <laughs> uh,
0: good storytellers episode. Oh, for sure, yeah. The one one. She was just on... Oh, this is the weirdest thing. I went down a fucking goofy rabbit hole the other day where I was watching... Uh, uh, the so, eight, Lincoln Park, okay. no, Lincoln Park, uh, that fella passed away oh, last know year. Oh, I what you are talking about And they did, Illinois. A, they did a big, uh, no, you know the yeah, band, Chester. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, their lead singer passed away, tragically, last year. And they did a big, and Lincoln Park was a band I loved in, like, my freshman year of high school, and I don't think about since, you know? Yeah. But uh, they put out, um, they did, like, a l- big, giant concert at the Hollywood Bowl in LA, like, a remembrance concert, and all these, like, f- people came out, and Alanis Morissette came out. And sang like a really beautiful tribute song, and like gave a nice speech about how she loved how her and one of the lead singers of Linkin Park were like great friends, and how they met randomly, and nobody would have thought they, but they got along, and they emailed every week, and it was like the just the most heartbreaking. Linkin Park like thing. hung out with everybody, man. Yeah, it was it's crazy. so weird.
2: <laughs> I didn't realize that. I never really, I didn't really. uh Get into Lincoln Park. I didn't. I don't think I really liked their music that much. So I remember I didn't realize that the guy passed away. Yeah, yeah. And then so I was in my apartment like when that happened, I guess. And then the guy who lived above me was just blasting Lincoln Park on repeat, and I was like, "Fuck off, man!" Like I was so annoyed. I was like, Lincoln (laughs) Park. I'm like, this shit's so yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like did some sort of bad Twitter joke. About, like, <laughs> how my neighbor was blasting Lincoln Park, I roll forever kind of thing. And then people were like, hey, man, that guy died. And I was like, Oops, delete. <laughs> delete that. Yikes. And I'm like, R.I.P. Very, very soon.
0: I was doing a... I, but in the end, it doesn't really matter.
2: Oh, I oh, love see,
0: it. it it's all works. Uh, <laughs> I have that. I was one step closer to doing a joke about that. Uh, how I... Uh, I have a bit about the uh, the, tractor hey, okay. <laughs> the tractor story I have. I'm talking to you? Okay, the tractor story I have. I have a joke that I talk about about when I was a kid and about how rap metal was a big part of me on the farm. It like helped us. Yeah. and I refer. I did you a pull ton of rock. Link- rock? Oh, yeah. It oh, was yeah. huge to us. Oh, my God, uh, yes. And I did a <laughs> it ton was of... so uh, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was so just funny, listening. Cause, uh, what I say in the joke is that I was like, the guys, like Fred Durst, he was talking about us, Farmers Kid, Chester, from, Le- he was talking about what the farm boys were going through. Yeah. And I was doing that joke that period of time. And when he passed away the first time I did it after he passed away and I referenced him, the audience was like, oh. And I was like, this fucking room of 40 random people in New York City felt that he died. And uh, yeah, the music is garbage, but it's like... This, this, it was was not, it was fine. this was it sad. This was sad. It was very weird. Uh, yeah,
2: man. yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. Nobody wants to laugh at anybody's death, even a rap rockers
0: for sure. Yeah, <laughs> even a new medalist. Uh, okay, so you're growing up. Uh, yeah. You got your How, how much <laughs> older was your brother?
2: My brothers were three and five years older than me, and so I spent a lot of. My time just really wanting their approval. Sure. But as far as, but I could tell that they were completely annoyed by me. (laughs) Uh, My voice, I remember they were to always be like, ah, like, 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 um, plug their ears and be like, ugh. And I like um, mean then one of my I would steal their music, uh, like when they weren't at physically home. Physically plugging their ears. Oh yeah, they hated me, man. And but I would die for their approval. This yeah. is probably very influential in why I sure. comedy. <laughs> that's older siblings for you. Do man. you think, oh think you've God. got? They'll,
1: do you think you'll be the worst it. people in the world? But you just want them to think you're perfect you're cool yeah,
2: yeah but like i really idolize them that's the whole thing with older brothers you're like, oh yeah oh, cool even if they're just awful people it's like i was watching <sighs> they have all the coolest you guys stuff watched, yeah the end of the coolest it was stuff. like i watched mid-90s have you guys watched that movie no not yet, yet not yet well, like, what kid, is it it's, it's the jonah, jonah hill, hill movie. movie oh okay It's the skateboarding movie but it was actually like excellent and then sure. the, the kid in it he he just see him like it was exactly what i went through like I, it's not skateboarding but like they her his older brother's Beating the shit out of him, and the but when his older brother leaves the house, he like slowly goes into his room and like looks at all of his yeah. CDs and mm-hmm. his books and his clothes. Well, they're the gateway. Yeah, it's like it's you know a gateway. you don't know
1: any of that stuff. You're a dumb kid. Yeah, yeah. I you remember, know, and yeah. everything they bring home is cool.
2: That's right. I remember stealing my brother's like No Fear T-shirt and wearing sure. it to a party <laughs> and being like, I couldn't oh, yeah. be cooler. Gosh, yeah.
1: getting stealing an and then older my brother being like, Don't use my stuff. Yeah, don't
2: steal do my stuff. And I'm like, I'm not. Like, you oh yeah, yeah. Boy, yeah, did yeah. I ever? And like, yeah, all this music and everything and um, yeah. So that like a big part of it is definitely that need of needing everybody to like me, but I think it's from really just wanting my brothers to like me. I
0: feel the same way sometimes. I just want my best friends who also, because we were talking about about making friends. I made all my friends, I grew up in a small town, so I made all my friends like in elementary school and then they're still to this day my best friends. Like I talk to them all the time. Mm -hmm. And like, all i've ever done like comedy everything music and stuff i just want like my friend J.J. to be like man i think what you're doing's rad like yeah. that's all and he does <laughs> he says it when we hang out but it's like that's the approval i'm going for i luckily don't have like cuz some people are like i i need to get my dad's respect and i'm like i feel like my dad respects me enough you know mm-hmm. i don't and we are, we have an okay relationship uh but it's like yeah i think about that i'm like i when i do like literally when I do jokes, I think I'm like, "Fucking would Shank laugh at this?" You know, right. like friends from school. I'm like, "Would my friend, would he laugh at this joke?" Oh my not, god, my
2: brothers still so don't get me though. Like, oh, that's l- Like, I can't, I can't. Like, this is obviously uh, an audio element, but yeah, like, they, I think that they appreciate and respect what I do, and they can see that I have success. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they, on a guttural level, super enjoy it. I mean, like, I remember just like doing a show and just looking out into the audience and seeing my brother's face, and he's like, he's like looks he, he's like he looks i can't he, nobody can see this because this, this is an audio medium but like he, he basically looks kind of confused worried <laughs> at the same time as i perform and it's just the fucking worst i think yeah and like he's just he because and then after i was like dude do you know do you know what like now i'm much older and i'm like i'm like just don't come to my shows because you trip me up like i'm like yeah. i'm like i'm i'm very confident on stage but then looking out and seeing your puzzled expression <laughs> it like is not cool like i just like i think i've accepted the fact that this like utopic like uh like idea of a relationship i would have with them that i had when i was a kid like oh man it's like i've uh, there's a whole new reality now where I'm just like, dude. Like, if, if we're talking, it's fine. Like, that's is like, but I don't expect them to fully get my humor, and I have lots of people who do, so I don't need it. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. need it anymore. That's what it,
0: I see. Like, my my parents have always been pretty good at comedy, but and they also did the thing because since I started in the Midwest. They saw me a lot. Do they stand up? Do, do they saw me do stand up a lot when I was very new and not very good? Oh yeah, man! So, I remember
2: having my parents go to my shows. I felt like I needed them to be there, or yeah. like I wanted them to see what I was doing. And now I'm like, it's work, man. Yeah. And like, you guys, you're not my target demographic. <laughs> what right? I think, I, I have this yeah. like
0: vision of like doing like a like something big, like a taping or a special or something, and having them come because they probably haven't seen me on stage in five years now. And just the idea of them being like, "Oh, oh, he's good." They're, and they're they've always been support. They're not. They wouldn't be. But I just like the idea of them being like, "Oh, we thought you were still doing that bullshit you were doing." You know, because uh, yeah. I, I could see my friends have said that stuff before. They're like, "Oh, you're like a real comedian now." Yeah. You, you used to be a guy telling you're not random Jesus stuff. Having sex yeah. with his palms. Exactly. Anymore. Exactly. Uh, and so that's the thing that I think is interesting. Uh. But we are still all looking for approval in different ways and stuff. And oh, for it's sure. Weird.
2: And when I look back at my style of, like, when I left Toronto last spring, uh, my, my, some of my friends threw a, like, a goodbye show for me, which was really funny and fun and really embarrassing because they found some old footage of me doing stamps yeah. when I was like, That's what I like, 2021 20, or something. <laughs> and, uh, Boy, I got to tell you, I had a totally different style sure, sure. my yeah. voice was literally five octaves lower. I was very serious and I was just like, yo man, like, uh, like everything was like making fun of the suburbs and how like dumb they were. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I kind of started yeah, yeah, off. Yeah. And oh, like, it was just like this um, style of humor where it was like kind of. I don't know what I was trying to do. It was very metal, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, or imitation yeah. metal. Yeah. But then now it's like I'm my whole, my whole disposition and my whole uh, style is way more fun, loving yeah. good times, happy vibes, blah blah blah. So it's just so I, I, I've I just 180 would and boy, yeah. am I happy that I didn't have any success. Sure. Then. Oh my! Yeah, I, I, how embarrassing Patrick,
0: would that have been? I was a fucking edge lord when I started because oh, I you thought yeah. that's think what you it is? Do. But it's just embarrassing to look yeah. back well, on. You're like oh, it I is. was not
2: cool but i was i thought i was
0: <laughs> i was trying to say the worst things he was des moines anthony jessel yeah because, you got
1: called up like that yeah. at like open mics and stuff
0: and it's because and oh my i goodness. probably the same reason you were doing an octave lower the only and stuff.
1: reactions you, you know you could get a reaction yeah well not it just, it, just that you don't
2: have cool jokes at the time it's a way like to mask yourself my and also my friend was like my friend one of my closest friends she was watching the video and she, everybody was laughing so hard at me because they couldn't believe I was trying so hard to be cool, man. Yeah. Like, even with what I was wearing. And my friend was like, dude, you were like a jazz musician. <laughs> <laughs> like, she couldn't even believe how I was talking and acting. That's it was amazing. Like, it was so embarrassing. <laughs>
0: yeah. I did a show for a while in New York. I produced a show called Old Bits, New Bits. And that was yeah, the idea was, uh, it was me, horrible. It was, it was a fun it show. It was a but fun show, but it was horrible. You would come out on. and do your like tight eight, like your best set from right now that you yeah. would do on Conan if they called you next week. And then you'd sit down at a table and we'd watch that tape live with an audience and just talk about it. And be like, oh my god, where is this? The tape of
1: what you, are you doing of you
0: bombing when you were yeah. t- a year in or whatever. Oh god, I would not um, be interested in playing it was, that program. It was vi- yeah, it was <laughs> very fun. It, we don't do it no more. It's but fun. It's yeah. you know doing, But it's also hard it's,
2: is looking back and liking you. Yeah, then. you have oh, to be it's, very it's confident. Really yeah. Well, there's this period of time like where you look back and you're like, oh, I can't believe I wore that. Oh, I can't believe I said that. Oh, and then but then you enough time passes where you're like, oh, I was really trying. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You like when you can love the older version. Of yourself is, I think, a special place to be in.
0: I found an email in my phone that was, or in my on my computer one day that was a guy who did comedy New- and when we started in Iowa, like he did comedy for like two months. And one night he recorded my set for me and emailed it to me. And I randomly came across the email in my mm-hmm. searching, and I was like, "Oh, weird! I wonder what this set was." And I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, I think I remember this night. That was a good one." And I listened to it, and it was the worst shit. <laughs> and not only was it the worst material. It bombed so unbelievably hard. But in and your I really remember it was it going well.
2: And <laughs> I know. Yeah. And you a different and perception of what's actually uh, happening. I almost
0: don't... broke my finger deleting the email. Like <laughs> I thought I was like, yeah, God I damn. know
2: exactly what you mean. I remember that's why actually why I started recording my sets because I would do a show. I used to be extremely hard on myself in this very uncool way where I like would beat myself up really badly about everything. I don't know why. I think it's probably because I want I thought if I could just be super mean to myself, then nobody else can hurt me. Sure, po- sure. Possibly. Yeah. But I remember just doing shows and being like, fuck, I suck. That sucked. That was awful. Blah blah blah. And then listening back and being like, Everybody's laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm having I'm completely skewed by this like bullshit. Like cloak of self hatred, just I, I for no purpose. Like mm-hmm. it was like I just wanted to put myself down for some f- like uncool reason. Yeah, but like it's it's that's why it's good because it can go the other way too. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh no.
0: Were you ever uh, outwardly like that? Like if you if you got off stage, would you go back into the green room and be like, Fuck, that was fucking stupid to the other yeah, comics, or was or, it all inside your head and? personal I, guess
2: it, I get think I think it it depends I think that this is might of what it, it has influenced me to be more of a positive uh um sunnier person mm-hmm. in general <laughs> because it's just survival sure. I want to li- I've cho- I've chosen to live my life as a as a, a happier person and in in with like that's just warmer on yeah. stage and off stage because nothing good comes from being mean and beating yourself up we just
0: said that like fucking seriously on the last thursday or the mickey mouse one the mickey's christmas carol we had all we talked all about that about how poz- being happy being positive and when i and see other good stuff being, out is important yeah. it
2: is important but when i see other people being i also it's i think it's a i'm very i'm still self-conscious to a, a point where if i was i can't I, i'm sure i went backstage and was like yeah oh fuck that that sucked just so but then but, but then if I saw somebody else doing that, I'm like, ugh, yeah. that's a bad look. In the look. last, that's, that's what that I was going to say. That is a bad look. Don't do that. Have a little professionalism, if not fucking self-respect. Yeah. I've
0: had, I've like, like not cut people out. That's the wrong word. But I've distanced myself from people who at one point I was better friends with because we. I'm like, we're seven, eight years in. And you're still reacting like that. When you're a year in and somebody's like, oh, that was fucking terrible. And I'm like, you just had a great set. And they're like, oh, no, I fucked this line. Yeah. It's like, when you're like a year or two in, that's fine. But when we've been doing this for a long time, I can't have this no. energy around no, me. No, you
2: can't. It and can't. you're not like, going to yeah.
0: get, if you're not going to re- recognize and get over it, then I'm like, that's fine. But it's too that's dark for you. Cloud. It's too yeah. dark cloudy.
2: I, yeah, I agree. Did I, you I, say
0: I, something about how you started when you were in high school? You that's started right. comedy? That's yeah, well, That's because I went to that arts high school. Oh, sure. Oh, so cool. when I was
2: in grade 10, we had a, a stand-up comedy unit. And so we would go – we would study stand-up comedy with like – a comedian, and then we would go and do a show at a club. Wow. And so everybody got a chance to do this, but when I was in grade nine watching the grade tens, that was the comedy year. I was, uh, I remember going, that's what I want to do. I knew exactly when I was, Ah, when I was, when I was 15 years old, I was like, saw the 16 year olds doing that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that for sure. That's the,
0: that is the coolest story because Oh yeah, that's what how my wife. My wife's a landscape architect. That's how she was when she was fifteen. She found it. My be, my one of my best friends I grew up with Joey. When we were in freshman year of high school, he realized he wanted to be a chef, and he's a chef. And I didn't figure out for sure that I wanted to do stand up till I was twenty four. That's pretty young, and too. I think that's fine. But, but I, mean, I do, I do. My I heart love the does idea go of it. Out
2: for, To people who have never been able to decide or had uh, something that really pulled them a certain way, because I, I feel very fortunate and lucky that I've always known what I wanted to do. Yeah,
0: that's. I think that's. I think that's cool, and I think that's a. I also think it probably it's great that you were in this yeah. performing arts school that that's allowed great. you to Especially find you that make it
1: a real thing at that time. Like but I it, remember, it was like a yeah. make believe, like. There's no way to start that. Yeah, But the, For, the
2: teachers were so cool. Like, they, the, our teachers there, you know, we called them by their first names. Hell yeah. It was Jeff, Rob, and Jeanette. You get
0: smoke breaks? The, yeah, we did. <laughs> nice. Well, the smoke. thing was,
2: it was like, there was like none of this bullshit hierarchy shit yeah. that, that you see everywhere else when when growing up. Like, our teachers were like, we would all sit on the, in the floor in a circle and be <laughs> like, and they're like, okay, we're going to be doing some heavy stuff this year. They're, they're like, they talked to us like, like equals and it felt it was just a learning um, a scenario that really resonated with me. And I remember almost like I, I got expelled from school because Ooh. I wouldn't go to any other class than drama in English. That's right. <laughs> and then I didn't give a shit about it. And I was like, and then I don't know. It was like, it was nuts, but I, I but I just, I've I've always had a problem with authority, yeah. especially when it's made up. I'm like, you know, and and people who just go along with it like sheep and don't question it make me annoyed as well. Like I've always had a problem with um you know, strict mean teachers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And so I and I was lucky to live in a place uh, and in a time where I was able to have a problem with that. Yeah. And and you know, it wasn't a horrible thing, you know. Do you think
0: that I cuz I feel a lot of that same thing. Um do you feel like that has driven you in stand-up in a lot of ways well it's probably and, one of the
2: reasons why i don't like doing clubs sure exactly I don't, like, I don't like a manager being like you went over time you can't mm-hmm. come back i'm like well fuck you yeah exactly you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah i'm gonna go to somebody's basement and do what i can then. i
0: love it though <laughs> i like that that is uh and i think it's and i think it's brilliant because we have friends that have found a way to mesh those two things together in a way that i would it would i would love it you know um
2: but then also you want i want big things in my life so it's important that i think i've had enough professional uh like situations in employment that i kind of get why things have to run a certain way in yeah. Certain yeah in certain ways yes yeah. that, that
0: higher like the thing they always say like when you're in a writer's room and stuff like That's that exactly you hate notes and about. then you get a really good note and you're like oh fuck okay
2: also sometimes you're high like when i when i first started getting writing jobs they aren't they were high. you're being hired to assist the Mm -hmm. head writer you're not being hired to it's not your show yeah and so that's when i learned a lot about you know just listening and and just doing what they want because it's it's not a hill to die on when it's not your show yeah you're just assisting other people for a greater project or a bigger project not a greater project Sure. sure sure
0: uh that's fantastic uh i just i that blows me away doing stand-up that were there other comics oh, I was awful for yeah so long. oh hell yeah every single person i don't think was. i had
2: a punchline until i was in my mid twenties. was there <laughs> were there <laughs> <laughs> i was just going out there and just it, it was a real blah. like yeah. i just like went out there and was like me, me. like my like story like i just ran out uh, like i was just a ball of Whatever I could lay up, but
0: there. It, what the 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 cool thing is is that I love looking. But like I've never seen any of that stuff. But like I like your comedy now. I like I really love your album, which is was probably the longest I've seen you do sets around town and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like that, and I bet that if I went back and watched those old tapes, especially as somebody who like I fucking think about comedy constantly because I'm a dipshit, uh, dipshit. But I bet I could see through lines where I'm like, okay. Well, this is the 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 starting lines of this is happening here. So, if you wouldn't have been like this at this point, you probably wouldn't be at this like this. I love I love the stepping stones of a career. Yeah,
2: Um, I'm really the one of the things that has always made me feel special was the fact that I always had kind of people who would see stuff in me Mm -hmm. like when i was 19 i had like a a teacher a teacher who you know he had connections at yuck yucks the Uh. club (laughs) and he got me on a on a thing where i was able to perform on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. so i'd always get a few minutes on stage so i had somebody who even though when i look back and i cringe at the performances i cringe at my material there was somebody who was like, get this girl on stage. She needs to be on there regularly so that she can figure shit out. Yeah.
0: Those people, and I think those people are important to, I think it's always important to remember things like that, and, uh, uh... Also, and not that any of us are anybody, but to also keep in mind that you can do that for other people too and stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I ran a. Mo- oh, like, you
2: know what, you're right. I should stop being so impatient with people with no, questions. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not saying like that. It, bitch.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying like, like I ran an open mic for a long time. Literally, that was my status. Was I ran an open mic? But it was a popular open mic. There's a lot of and, people like that. Yeah. Well, and I and it, it was popular. And one, like there was a I I a comic one time. I was just like, oh hey, I love that joke. And then as time went on, that joke grew and grew and stuff. And then like five, four, no, like three years later, they're like, oh yeah, I only did that joke because I didn't know you and you were like the host and you were so funny and you told me like that joke and now that's like a huge joke for me. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's like... And I like I didn't even remember giving the compliment. And it's like that kind of stuff. So,
2: it goes a long way. It's important to tell people what you like about yeah. what they yeah. do. And it's and also it does it does uh it does like water the flower, man. Or maybe. if you
1: don't like the person, you can just go up to them and be like, Hey, I really like that joke when you uh are really sexist. Shittiest they're shittiest like, stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I love I mean, that racist yeah. chunk yeah. you're doing, yeah. dude.
0: Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, there's and there and it there's also like that's a thing that I am too in my head about back then especially was uh I'm fucking like I Like the doing the Muppet show, I was in the green room. I'm a fucking maniac when I'm producing something sometimes like that. Like I'll, I'm, I'm all over the place and I'm not being rude. But like if you were somebody I didn't know and I'm like a hundred things running and you just came up to me, you're like, hey, Patrick, how's it going? I might be like, oh, hey, I can't talk right now. And then that's the kind of shit. Like, there are people who did stuff like that to me who I fucking hated for years. Cause I'm like, yeah, they blew me off one time at a show. And I'm like, but I don't know what their head was. I don't yeah. know where they were. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I I think about things like that a lot, which is stupid. Like, I wonder how many enemies I made because I was just like frantically trying to piss while calling names at a mic or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, super stupid. Uh, okay. You're fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for oh, doing the show. for having me. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you, uh, the kind of thing you brought these gingerbread cookies and you said it was your mom's recipe, I believe. Yes. What is what was your your snack shit when you were a kid? Like what is your favorite um what like if it was Saturday morning and you're like getting up in the morning and you or were you well, what did you want to eat? What was your shit?
2: Oh, I guess I'm a real cereal gal. Oh, yeah. I and mean, even now I like night cereal. Sometimes when I'm coming home from my show at night, I'm like <gasps> so excited for night cereal yeah like, <laughs> what what
0: what's what brent what styles
2: oh i my my go-to is like he- i love healthy cereal i okay. know it's so weird but i love there's well so you cool. have to now
0: yeah, you yeah, still yeah want yeah. cereal you can't be down oh yeah lucky yeah charms yeah you can't yeah you can't be much buying as you want yeah lucky charms as a grown-up and like Ugh, I, it would
2: make yeah i would make your tummy hurt it, that's sort of like yeah, i remember loving craft dinner and then mm-hmm. now if i eat craft dinner i feel so ill after yeah craft so yeah. like, dinner the it. mac and cheese mac and cheese yeah, yeah that
1: yeah. stuff's Oh yeah, that's right. It's Canada. Canada it's craft dinner. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, bare- I heard Naked Ladies talk. I heard. Us uh, that. I didn't know that. I was yeah. watching one of my dumb YouTube videos, but uh, yeah. like they sell like three to two. Like they much bigger
0: in Canada. Oh really? The Kraft macaroni. There's and that cheese. great. Oh, do you know that yeah. classic Kids in the Hall sketch? Which one? The one where they're uh do oh, yes, yes. That's like one of my favorite things of all time. And ah. that's that was the first time I heard somebody reference craft dinner. Yeah. And then later. A uh, bare naked ladies put it in a song, and I was like, we we're to something with what Canada's doing up there. You guys yeah, have man. different that words that was than a go
2: to like I think quick easy meal yeah. that mm-hmm. was very cheap for people, but then it was like it was one of those things where, yeah, maybe it's yeah, it was just like a it was a treat because junk food is treat yeah weird. it's
0: also yeah. a thing that i when I was a kid, I loved. It. I love mac and cheese. I ate it all. I loved it. But
2: now you want the one, the true from scratch casserole style. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, that's quality. Well, that's what, you know. Because
0: when I, I definitely, like if, if I'm at a, re- a nice restaurant and they have a mac and cheese, that's what I get, especially as a vegetarian. It's or a even thing. a not nice but restaurant. But I what I found Boston out. Boston
1: Market mac and cheese last night. Ooh, it's good. That's pretty good.
0: When I, what I found out about uh craft craft mac and cheese is when I was a kid, it was one of my favorite things and then I went to college and I was like, this shit sucks. What's wrong? And I found out I like when my sister cooks Kraft mac and cheese because she oh, puts too every- much salt in yeah. and not enough milk, and it just became to the right level where it, I was like, "That's what I grew up on." Yeah, yeah and then it's some crazy. People, the everybody variables. has their own strategy. Exactly. With the, yeah, with the pouch,
2: the powder pouch of cheese, mm-hmm. and then if they use butter, if they use salt and pepper, if yeah. they use like sriracha on after sure, two sure. percent
1: people- versus whole. Yeah, or- you know, you get it. You put skim in there; it's not good. I, it like literally,
0: I get, I'll get hungry yeah, get a soup. The way I'll get hungry for like my grandmother's apple pie that even when other people cook the recipe, it's not the same because it's not the way that my grandma cooked yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I get hungry for my sister's mac and cheese sometimes, uh, and it's very weird. Aww, that's it, cute. You know, she's older than you. Yeah, she's my old. Yeah, so she's then my she would have
2: made that for you. That's so that's funny. how. Yeah,
0: because in the summers when uh, yeah. when my parents were at work, she took care of us. Oh, love, yeah. she was my middle the sister. Of mac and cheese eaten during a summer. I remember my brother's
2: making it for me too. Well, my brother. How they made it? They're like you'd have to stir in, and then sometimes people would grate fresh cheddar cheese oh, yeah. and put that in while they're stirring it up after it just to make it extra quality and yeah. you're like this is so funny
0: my friend ver- my friend nick's mom uh nick uh lineman lineman a uh, real an effort uh he uh his mom would make uh, mac and cheese with a full brick of Velveeta cheese and then they just oh, have what? it in the fridge for like a, yeah but they'd have it in the fridge <laughs> for like the week mm-hmm. but i cannot like that's the same kind of thing like i my eyes almost water when i think about how good that mac and cheese yeah was. yeah do you guys
1: <laughs> uh you have a favorite uh shape of the mac and cheeses as a kid, oh, Do you remember? Oh my getting god, any I of those?
2: Used to, It was very special, like it's spirals. Ooh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the spiral yeah. ones or the egg noodle ones were very good, but usually, ale uh, of an egg noodle, but then, Oof. but usually, it was just the classic, like yeah. little See, I was uh, always loopies. a fan of
1: like the Ninja Turtles or Mario.
0: Oh, oh my yeah, god, hold yeah. on,
2: you had a fun family, okay? We yeah. never yeah. got those, where they
1: look like abominations of the yeah. character every
0: time they make. Characters into food, it never works they out. They don't look it like it's so
2: fun to eat when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I want You were talking about the what was the healthy cereal you had?
2: Um, I usually have uh, what's it called? Uh, um, oh, it's called uh, not it's harvest something.
0: Yeah, is not, it one of those ones with like a bunch of oats and hair, clusters LV. and shit in
2: it? No, it's just flakes. This is oh. the, okay. What's it so called? Cool? I like that
0: granola. No. I got. Oh, yeah,
2: they added some granola mm-hmm. to some of the I got that by accident and it was mm-hmm. a very happy
0: I, accident. Yeah. I, I as a kid lo- and I loved Captain Crunch I thought Captain Crunch was the fucking best I mean,
2: yeah but then it rips up your gums it does
0: yeah. and also uh, when I stopped eating sugar I, that was gone and then I was just out of cereal it's so good to cut and, out
2: sugar man because then you realize how it's yeah. everywhere and it then is. you're like oh, In society's ruining my life the only
0: cereal there's uh, uh, shredded wheat as just regular shredded wheat. I love a shredded it, wheat. It doesn't have any sugars in it. That's
2: what I'm not I'm, even added. Dude, yeah. I have a, that's what the box I have on the go right now is a, is a mini shredded wheat, and I love it. And then yeah. if you want your own sweetness, just add a little bit of maple syrup or, or, or honey or something. Or yeah, honey. um, honey, do your own thing.
0: But I but I got into eating that a lot, and that was great. Uh, and then the next thing I did was now lately is this Raisin Bran Crunch, which does have some sugar a lot added. Of sugar, but that fucking stuff is so good, yeah. and I just can't stop. I sold the little bodega oh. by my office at of work. I sold them out of it because every day I'd. Stop and buy one. What, the little uh, guys? The little, well, the little cups, cups, yeah. It's called
2: Heritage Flakes. That's what I like. Heritage even the, Flakes. Yeah. I mean, shit,
0: Heritage even, Flakes. Even
1: Cheerios has a decent amount of sugar in it. The Yeah, yeah exactly. The, even the plain
2: ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have, it, it, there's a grocery store. I'm trying to find the right grocery store for me in my neighborhood. It's kind of been tri- tricky. Yeah. But yeah, there's this, the closest one. It's like they don't have any cereal or peanut butter options that don't have sugar in it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, geez louise like yeah. if you are not to be thinking about this you're intaking so much yeah trader
0: joe's is pretty good yeah about trader joe's is good but i just have to take the subway yeah here, exactly and doing. it sucks taking groceries on the truck and you don't want to do the thing where you take an uber every time yeah and, oh, now, the, that and now
2: the shine has worn off on trader joe's so mm-hmm. now i'm just like it's, it doesn't knock my socks. I, lo- I do love it, okay? But yeah. it doesn't knock my socks off. And also their produce, apparently there's an issue with how they oh, okay. uh, get their produce or something. Um, I, I will know, say
0: knows. this, that uh, a Whole Foods, I've never fucked with these stores that much. A Whole Foods? I've always been better with like, like just or... whatever was on the corner. You got what
2: I'm saying. I love Whole um, Foods. But yeah, but it's overwhelming. They're, in their, uh, like, the
0: their hot part where you buy your hot food part? there. You know, like the... Yeah. the Buffet or whatever they are called. Yeah. Yeah. They have this thing, these uh, soy chicken nuggets, fake chicken nuggets. They're popcorn soy chicken is what it's called. But it's I like know, fake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is uh, like I... Ha- that was my birthday dinner last candy. night. For <laughs> candy. It's candy. It, it's <laughs> that shit's so candy, man. fucking good. It's good, oh. but you
2: have to... It's got to be moderation. And it's, it's the only thing I fake ate yesterday. Mean, it, fake good. meat stuff. Matthew I'm a you. vegetarian yeah. as well. Yeah. Fake meat stuff, it's fun, but you can't have a lot of it. You can only have it once in a while because it's really not, it's not a whole mm-hmm. food. It's a yeah. whole of foods. And you ha- that's why we're doing this. And
0: that's what <laughs> I eat. That is literally what I eat most of the time. So that's why I try to balance it by uh, not eating anything oh, else all that's the bad for meat? me. Oh, all the fake meat? Yeah, 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 it's like my only. You do, you only do thing. love talking them up. It's my favorite thing. It's, yeah. it's finding hard. a good, a, a good veggie burger that doesn't taste just like stew put you together. is important. Be, you
2: can't be. It's hard because we, we get tired and you just want to eat food sometimes. That's why something like avocado toast is so has such is uh is so popular because it's fast and easy and it's yeah. pretty nutritious. But like when you want to eat healthy and you have dietary restrictions, you actually have to just go for it get a recipe book put in the effort mm-hmm. to do proper food prep or whatever you need to do to learn how to make some new things or else you're just because if you are you know people can be vegans but if you're a lazy vegan you're yeah. just eating French Twinkies, fries. yeah and fries and like stuff like that and that like what's the point in that you may as well be getting a nice like eating nice chicken or something yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah totally i don't know um god cool. damn sarah
2: Thank you so much for being on the I show. We've already ended out on talking about eating a nice chicken. <laughs> hey, that's, that's not like the most uncool yeah. thing. Guys, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then <laughs>
0: this is where we find out she's actually marketing like for working for like a chicken company. Yeah, you know?
2: And it's just a nice chicken. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, yeah. That's her new hashtag on stage. Have uh, a nice
2: chicken if you do anything today.
0: <laughs> uh tell the listeners, the NFers, now they love you. They've been here with us this whole time. Uh, let them know where they can find you on the internet.
2: Well, um, uh, Instagram, IG baby, just uh, at Sarah Hennessy and then my Twitter and Sarah
0: without an H, right? Oh,
2: that's yeah. right. Yeah,
0: they'll see it in the thing. My but I mom, just want who
2: uh, I've talked about it too much, Jane Jane Hennessy. She thought, you know what? Sarah doesn't need an H on the end because Hennessy already begins with an H. I so like that was that. the that was the logic there. I know you're always like, what's my name? Jake? Sure, what you does know, that mean? And <laughs> I, You're like, I thought it would be nice if it was just four letters. And my you're name, like, cool.
0: <laughs> I found out in second. I realized this like in second or third grade. My name is Patrick Keith Hasty. Patrick ends with a K. Keith starts with a K. Keith ends with an H. Hasty starts with an H. What a Whoa. chain reaction. I go there. home and tell my parents and they're like, what the fuck? We had no idea. <laughs> That's a total mistake. <laughs> You're, like, You're reading like, so yeah. into your yeah. existence. I was like, like, I was like, oh. they really Dad, did you guys it. are
1: really cool. I yeah. And they're like, it's a fucking accident. It
0: was a, was like, it was a roll that. of the dice, yeah. baby. Okay. Sorry. Hey, we were, uh, Instagram. Yeah. Uh, it's Sarah Hennessey. And then, Sarah Sarah then
2: had a Z and then, um, and then uh, do you got a website and stuff like that? Yeah. It's just Sarah Okay. And then Twitter is Sarah underscore Hennessy. So, you know what? And where's, a little bit of, everything
0: there where's the best place for them to get your album if they want to is uh Spotify good or do you yeah. would you rather them go buy it on itunes or apple yeah, what's oh, the any process the any okay. of
2: the places it's all good cool. yeah enjoy and yeah thank you for having me guys fantastic oh, thank you thank and thank you. you for
0: the cookies as well um uh <laughs> ream where can the idiots oh, find you ream
1: R-A-M-K-O-R-E. r-a-m-k-o-r-e that's right you got it uh type that in any of the things you'll find me Uh, Also, check out 1994, the podcast, if you don't get enough uh, of me talking about old shit. Yeah. And uh, second Friday of every month. Well, shit. Check out House of Bricks Comedy. That's right.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. precious metal.
1: All right. It's a good time.
0: Uh, you can follow me at pattergasty.com. uh on everything. Uh The year is wrapping up. I want to say thanks to everybody. We got a couple. Oh, of, thank got, you. I think we got another episode. I think next week is going to be uh, maybe a throwback episode because uh, maybe me and you want to take the week off. Yeah, yeah. We're going to um, throw back a few. Uh, but uh, so you'll enjoy that and then uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, check out the Patreon. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And remember, if you're not an NFR, F R, you're an M F R. So, so get, get the, the fuck out, out of here. here! Great, that was awesome. Thank you.
2: Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.